We feel the power within us, and then a part of us chooses to deny it, to avoid it, to call it nothing. When I feel my, myself feeling strong, I ask myself, is this just ego? Is this love on planet Earth? And where will it lead me? And where does it lead me most times? Most times it leads me to creative energy. It leads me to creative inspiration. It leads me to powerful follow through on projects that I'm working on, whether it's just gardening or sweeping or doing the dishes, wanting to make love with my husband, wanting to create a music Sunday, regardless of what it is. That feeling of power generally helps me to move my goals through to fruition. But what happens when that energy is stymied? What happens when we decide, this is what I think I want to do and need to do on planet Earth, but planet Earth has other ideas, other plans for us. Other human beings decide this is what they want to do on planet Earth, and it comes in direct opposition to our plans sometimes, doesn't it? And how can we handle that with good grace? I ask myself that today because yesterday was a big celebration for us, 20 years married on planet Earth, and a relationship still longer than that. And the past two years have been challenging. A new country, we just got over that global pandemic, which is really, we're not really over it at all, are we? It's just the globe has decided economically we, we won't pay attention to that anymore. We'll let the suffering suffer and fall away. And so here we are, two years of difficult ups and downs and still married, still celebrating and still challenged day after day, minute after minute project after project, decision after decision. And how do we find the love? How do we find the power within relationship when individually we seem at odds? And in fact, we are at odds with others on planet Earth often, aren't we? How can I find a way to satisfy myself, him too, our marriage, the people around us, whatever spiritual path I'm on, whatever economic challenges we suffer from. How can we rise ourselves up out of the deep, dark, dank basement of individuality? Capitalism within a relationship. Survival of the fittest. When neither one of us is really fit to survive at all, when we are at odds with each other and with ourselves within our relationship, are we? Neither one of us are strong. Neither one of us are survivors. We are just children, beaten up, sitting in the corner of our parents' living room, perhaps sucking our thumbs, wondering what's going to happen next. What sort of decisions will the adults make for me that I must simply go along with because I'm small and shrunken on planet Earth? And who am I now? I'm not that child anymore. And then why do I feel like I need to throw my weight around? I am a free individual on planet Earth. I have strength of purpose. I have emotional and intellectual understanding. I have a guide within. And yet still, still I fall to my knees sometimes, don't I? Still I raise a prayer to the heavens. And more often still yet, I grumble and I growl within myself. I curse others. I say to myself, they don't understand how challenged I am, the struggles I face. If I were to explain it to them, would they understand it? But how much time do I have to listen to their struggles? 
How much time or empathy do I have to hear what they have to say about what I may be doing to them that is unfair in their eyes, when they're the ones that have sunk down against the wall and are feeling injured and neglected and abandoned by me? And there are many of us alive on planet Earth that never take a moment certainly within marriages, within relationships, never take a moment to say, that person trusts me. That person has faith in me to see him. Still further yet, that person loves me. And when that love takes different forms, forms that I may not recognize, maybe that love is just simply moving without fighting on planet Earth. Maybe that love is just simply one task after another, never going deeper within, never understanding how emotions emote, never trying to solve the complexity of an intellectual problem. Some people just live. They don't care. They don't care about those equations. They just simply move from one stop to the next. There's a man I know. I don't know him well. I just know of him in this new community in which I live. We'll just call him John. And I see him sitting at a table outside of a hotel, the funny sneakers that he wears and his odd outfit, and he's an older man. I would call him a simple man, but maybe he had complexities in times past. But since I've come to know him in the very superficial way I have here in this town in which I now live, I can't say that there's anything about him I admire. I certainly understand he's had his challenges in his life. He was married. His partner, I'm guessing, of many, many years recently passed after a long, long struggle with COVID-related illnesses. And I see that man sitting at the table, and I don't know how he suffers or suffered. And further, I don't know even how attuned he is to his emotions. It seemed to me when I would be when I was early in this town and COVID was early on the planet, and he and his partner were still out and about socializing. Then didn't they both get sick and his partner became very ill and yet they kept going, didn't they? No major changes to their behavior, just this long suffering victimhood. And maybe that's how he survives. He just simply doesn't look too closely. Maybe he had such challenges and such struggles earlier on that he could just no longer go that deep within himself. And there's part of me that kind of wishes for that for myself on planet Earth. If I have to continue to go on, and especially if I have to continue to go on alone, maybe my good partner will have fallen, and or maybe my good partner will have left me by then. Or maybe I will have left him and and all of my dreams and goals and my creative endeavors may have fallen away as well. And so it just becomes old me, simple me, walking around on planet Earth with my sneakers and my oddly stained uniform that I just wear from place to place because that's comfortable for me. And so be it. Why shouldn't I be allowed to express myself in that version of myself whenever I choose to? 
without the judgment of a being like me walking past and looking down their nose just a little, ever so slightly at me. Curious, perhaps, inquisitive, certainly, but still judging, always judging. And that is me on planet Earth. I judge what is worthy and unworthy. I I judge what is a good way to spend my time. I judge whether having the dirt under my fingernails working with the plants is going to help them to live or hinder them. I judge whether my husband kisses me before he leaves because he wants to or because it's just habit. I judge whether he's grown tired of me. I judge whether I've grown tired of him. And here we sit. Breath in breath out, judging. And do I judge myself worthy of creating judgment? Certainly I do, because I do. When I decide that I've worked so hard, and I've worked so diligently to keep myself aware, and certainly I've I've failed in times past, and I've been failed by others many, many times, haven't I? And even those who have held their standards low, They don't bother to commit to a relationship. They don't bother to understand what ethics are, what morality is according to my grade of what that might be or stand for or about. When those people just go about their day-to-day tasks and don't give it any deeper thought, does that make them less than or does that make them greater than? Me, the judge and jury. And when I look to myself in times forward, how will I look in times past? Will I see myself as beautiful and victimized? Will I see myself as a shrew? Will I see my husband as a child sunken against the wall? Or will will I see him as the abuser? I don't know what I will see in times forward, but I know in times now, I see all of those things in every breath. Because who are we? We are all things on planet Earth. I am that man sitting in my stained hoodie at that table, not seeing his judge walk past. I see myself surrounded by this new language, this new country. And I see myself feeling sorry for myself. And and then in the next breath, I see myself feeling strong and accomplished because I keep going. We are all things, make no mistake. I am the judge, I am the jury, I am the fallen child. I am the bird that awakens me in the morning, and I am the thunder that cracks at night. I am that dead body that I saw in that image on Estribo Grande, perhaps throat cut. And we tell ourselves in this quiet town that this is a wonderful place for us, and yet the violence rears its head, doesn't it? Just as it does in our relationships just as it does as every living human moves about the planet every day, struggling, rising, being victimized, being the victor. Who am I now? I am all things on planet Earth. I am the anger. I am the sorrow. I am the pain. I am the victory. And when I tell myself that I am all things, does that make me feel powerful? And is that what I'm reaching for when I say power is all things? Power is struggle. Power is pain. Power is love. Power is 
the futility of the child that wants to make a decision for himself or herself or themselves. And they have no autonomy as yet. When they grow and we have gained that autonomy, do we feel any more equipped to manage that on planet Earth? Because who am I? I am no greater or no less than I was in that moment when I sat in the corner, probably sucking my thumb, wishing that my dad would make a decision that would help me, wishing perhaps even that he would see me. And perhaps that's the struggle now with my husband, because we marry our fathers, don't we? We marry our mothers, we marry our sisters and our brothers. We marry our family unit and we keep replicating that. And so now when I wait for my husband to see me or put his arms around me, it's just like waiting for my father to carry me out of the car when I had fallen asleep in the back seat. That one time he did it, the car pulled into the driveway at night. And I can't remember whether my mother said carry Tracy in, but I I feel like she did. And I felt my father sweep me up in his arms and carry me into the house. And I just felt so cared for. And then times forward, when we would arrive at home after being out and it was dark, I'd pretend to be asleep, wouldn't I? But he never did it again. They would just shake me awake, or maybe they could tell that I was faking. And they just said, Tracy, come on, into the house. And so I would walk by myself. And that's how I feel now, isn't it? Still in this relationship. Wake up, walk by yourself. There is no longer the big strong arms to carry you, to pick you up and carry you and lay you in your bed safe, comfortable, comforted. What I have to offer, I have to offer myself and I must receive it. When I offer it to others, it's completely and utterly up to them what they do with it. But that gift is no less given, is it? And so as I give the gift of power to myself, I receive it. I am powerful on planet Earth. I am emotional. I am excited and I am downtrodden. I am creative. I am beautiful and I am plain as well. I am aging and I am still youthful compared to many others. Because who am I on planet Earth? I am all things. Throughout all time and history, in every breath, who am I not?